And of course, we discussed last week the importance of not only having a positive attitude, but uh, building your immune system, or as you call it, shields up. I can't imagine all of the complex carbs and, and sugar. I can't imagine is for especially with sugars, which, you know, are, are flowers, which turns into simple carbs. And then, of course, the sugar itself is <laughs> murder itself. It's a toxin. Um, this, this can, and people, I can't blame people because they're going, they're scared, they're in the unknown, and they're thinking to themselves, what do we do? Let's make brownies. You know, yeah. I get it. I understand. The problem is, is those brownies are going are gonna to suppress your immune system. So we need to be kind of thinking straight and going to the grocery store, looking at the organic section just a little bit different and realizing that, you know, if you're going to have some brownies, it's the biggest thing with brownies is no protein, very, very little protein. So if you're going to if you're going to cheat, have a little bit of sweets, think ice cream. There's more protein in ice cream and don't have it every night because, again, when you're doing sugar, you're suppressing your immune system. And that's what we don't want to do right now, even though. Comfort in food is a reality. You mentioned ice cream. What about, you know, we eat the Greek yogurts here for a treat. Is that something that you might recommend? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Um, When you're dealing with yogurts, um, very, very good for you. There's a lot of uh, probiotics in yogurt, so that's going to be really good for your gut. And again, this is why Get the Tea is so popular, is because it's about the gut. It's about the digestion. And if we're dealing with good digestion and we're digesting a lot of those simple carbs and get them out of us pretty quick, then it's going to be a lot better for us. And you don't want to be getting fat during the unknown season. That's just not something we want to do. <laughs> no, or any season at all, Ronnie, for that matter. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I also see a lot of people emptying out the freezer, and they're looking at what they can make uh, as far as what's left over in the freezer. How do you make a, a, a protein-rich meal with what's left in the freezer? Okay, so let's say you have some ground beef, ground lamb, or ground turkey. Turkey's the best, but, you know, you get you do with what you have. You can make, ground some of that. You can uh, throw your meat into a pan, start cooking it up, throw some salsa in there, throw in some beans in there, which is a complex mm. carb. That's good. And then layer it like a, like a we, I call it a casserole, but some people call it a Mexican lasagna, and throw your, your meat and cheese, which, again, more protein, your meat and your cheese, and your salsa, and you mix it up, and you put it in layer by layer, tortillas, and then you put another layer and another layer, cook it in the oven for 350 degrees, and this goes a long way. And you say, well, that's pretty rich, but we'll throw a side salad on there with cabbage, Mm. with lettuce, with lemon, and cilantro, and you've got yourself a really good meal that will go a long way and be halfway good for you. And I would imagine the superfood garlic uh, is a good additive to to any recipe, but... (laughs) Uh, heart love is a good additive to any diet, uh, too, Ronnie. Tell us about heart love and uh, the science behind it, the allicin. Well, heart love, again, yes, allicin is, is the main ingredient. And why so much allicin? Because allicin is the healing part of the garlic, which basically um, use that word healing part of the garlic. If you take that to our body, it does a lot of great things for the body. Big time on circulation, big, big, big time on your immune system. And, you know, I've been taking this uh, Allison for, geez, three or four years, one pill a day. And, again, when you're dealing with heart love, you're dealing with each pill is equal to 20 cloves of garlic. And that's 20 cloves. 
powerful wow. stuff. And it doesn't leak out your pores. You don't smell bad breath. It, it's really a powerful tool. <laughs> but the biggest thing is the immune system. And since I've been taking Allison for all these years, you know, for me, it's just my own opinion, I don't get sick. So I, I, I am very much behind it. And it's also got wonderful things like pine bark and olive leaf and bilberry, which is good for the eyes, B6 and circumin. These are all inside of this heart love, which is a major, major tune-up for your immune system. Shields up. Explain that to us and then go into the benefits of the tea as well. Okay, so shield, I, I kind of put the uh, immune system as a shield. So when we talked about earlier in the show, we talked about sugar and it suppresses your immune. That means your shields are down. If you are taking something like garlic and, again, massive garlic like Allison inside the heart love, then your shields go up because you're building the immune system. So this is really important to have our shields up, especially in this time of, of craziness. Now, here's the thing, neat thing about tea. Tea is like a... Imagine a mop in your digestive system. It cleans the, the, the digestive system to where all the yuck stuff that shouldn't be there that's cleaning to the sidewalls and going, no, we're going to stay here and give you a big disease. No, it's not going to do that. It's going to clean it all up, pull it all out, and then that makes it great for when you take your supplements, the different supplements, because they're going to hear better. They're going to digest better. There are some people that take a pill and it doesn't even digest because their digestive tract is so bad. The tea helps that. So you, uh, well, we call it the tea that makes you go. All right, uh, the tea that makes you go. And our listeners should go to getthetea.com. Getthetea.com, absolutely. It's really hard to remember. Getthetea.com. <laughs> and again, enter the promo code Ray and get some of that uh, heart love. Ronnie, we appreciate your time. As always, we will talk to you again next week. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. What if I told you there was a way to step into another gear for your brain and be much sharper, more focused, and improve your memory to a level that you could only dream about? And notice these results in 30 minutes. Hard to believe? Neuroscientists are calling this new brain discovery the biggest advancement in brain science to date it's called limitless the brain pill of the future take it and within 30 minutes you'll transport your mind to a new level of focus and clarity you would have never thought possible i took limitless and it started working in minutes all of a sudden it felt like a dark cloud had been lifted up right before my eyes i have a mental clarity i've never felt before biz execs athletes teachers and students are calling limitless a secret weapon for the brain you have nothing to lose so call now and find out how to get a free bottle today. To get your free bottle of Limitless, call 800-605-8940. That's 800-605-8940. Free bottles for a limited time. Call now. 800-605-8940. 800-605-8940. Help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Where breaking news comes first. America's First News will be right back. 
We're all about fresh seafood at the Seafood Peddler, 799 South Main Street in Bellingham, just before Charlie's Tire, when coming from Woonsocket. Brian buys direct from the New Bedford docks each morning and brings his catch to Bellingham. Right now, it's swordfish at $12.99 a pound. This is grade A quality. Sushi grade tuna, only $9.99 a pound. Sea scallop, $17.99 a pound. Salmon, $10.99 a pound. Store-made lobster bisque and clam chowder, $4.99 a quart. Stuffed quahogs, $1.99. Hundreds of them sold weekly and always freshly made with a seafood peddler. Bellingham, Massachusetts, Marketplace Plaza, Route 126, near Dunkin' Donuts. Open daily Wednesday through Sunday at 11.30 a.m. And please feel free to visit our other location in Plainville, exit 14B, located at 116 Washington Street, Route 1, one mile and a half south of 495. The Seafood Peddler, Bellingham and Plainville, quality seafood, fresh seafood, Wednesday through Sunday. WNRI Woonsocket, W236CW, W260DC. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A new survey finds a majority of Americans believe the federal government has done a poor job of preventing the spread of the coronavirus. The CNN poll shows 55% of those surveyed say Washington's response to the pandemic has been poor. 80% say the worst of the outbreak is probably yet to come. And 55% say President Trump could be doing more to help. Meanwhile, President Trump's threatened to freeze U.S. funding to the World Health Organization, saying the international agency missed the call on the pandemic. The president's coronavirus task force coordinator, Dr. Deborah Burke, says that may be so, but first things first. We can do all of that when we get through this as a global community to really understand how to do this better the next time. But saying stopping the spread of COVID-19 is job one. And this is USA Radio News. What? Pizza, takeout and delivery service, and also curbside service from the following. Lumberjack's Pizza, open for takeout only on Victory Highway. You can reach them at 769-2220. Empire Pizza, Bound Road, Woonsocket, open regular hours for takeout, curbside service, and delivery. Open 11 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. daily. Call 658-1199. Full menu available online at empirepizzari.com. 10% off any order. Other Pizza available at Elm Street Pizza. Open every day for takeout and delivery. Full menu available. Call Sam and the staff at 765-6000. Best pizza in town at Elm Street Pizza. Order now, 765-6000. Open at 11 o'clock daily. Socket Palace Pizza. Family-owned and operated pizza. Delivering delicious Italian classics to your door. Full menu available. Free delivery until further notice. Call 766-9777 for takeout or delivery. Socket Palace pizza. All business relief bill could hit the Senate floor this week. It would pump another $250 billion into a special fund that's already running dry because of overwhelming demand amid the coronavirus. Democrats also want assurances the small business bill would involve community-based banks that serve women and minority-owned businesses. President Trump says the acting Navy secretary's resignation was an unselfish thing for him to do. Thomas Maudley leaving his position after referring to the captain of an aircraft carrier as stupid for a letter that he wrote that was then leaked to the media concerning the coronavirus outbreak on his vessel. He made a mistake, but he shouldn't have done that. And 
Your secretary probably shouldn't have said quite what he said. He didn't have to resign, but he felt it would be better for the country. McDonald says its global same-store sales for March were down 22% because of the pandemic. And this is USA Radio News. At the Americas. Need plumbing and heating services? Call C.J. Nemus Incorporated, 769-4776. We offer 24-hour emergency service for drain and sewer cleanings. C.J. Nemus Incorporated of Woonsocket for remodeling repairs, water heaters, and complete sewage ejector systems for basement baths. And senior citizen discounts. We're a member of the Better Business Bureau, and we take Visa and MasterCard. C.J. Nemus Incorporated, 769-4776. Plumbing and heating services for you. New Cuomo says testing connected with coronavirus is the key to getting people back to work and opening up businesses. He spoke about a rapid at-home test to see if someone has the virus, saying a state-run lab in Albany, New York, has developed such a test. It's developed a new antibody test that does still have to be approved by the Federal Drug Administration before it can be produced on a mass scale. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves is receiving backlash for declaring April as Confederate Heritage Month in that state. Just days after Governor Reeves issued a statewide shelter-in-place order, he proclaimed the month to honor soldiers who fought for the Confederacy during the Civil War, and some residents were furious with that declaration. Reeves has a history with pro-Confederate groups. He was even a member of the Kappa Alpha Order at Millsap College himself, which is known for its Confederate displays that have put them at odds with the black students on campus. The music world paying tribute to the late John Prine. When I get to heaven, I'm going to shake God's hand, thank him for more blessings than one man can stand. The influential singer-songwriter has passed away at the age of 73 at an Asheville hospital after suffering from COVID-19. Prine was revered by many, including Bob Dylan, who called his songs Midwestern Mind Trips. You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on the John DePietro Show. And good morning, everyone. It is John DePietro. Let's go right to him, folks. Joining us right now on the line, he is the U.S. Secretary of Department of Health and Human Services. We want to say good morning to Secretary Alex Azar. Good morning, Mr. Secretary. John, it's good to be with you and all your listeners. Thanks for having me. Mr. Secretary, if you could start off, uh, it is tremendous how, with your help, your office, the private sector has come together and with the very important element of getting more ventilators for the hospitals, for the American people during this pandemic. Absolutely. You know, we, we had ventilators in our strategic national stockpile and we started working back in January as soon as even before people were talking much about the coronavirus. We were working on uh, how we could add additional ventilators to our system. And uh, just yesterday, we announced a, a, a historic contract with General Motors where they're going to be producing 30,000 ventilators to get into our stockpile by the end of August. Uh, we'll get a first 6,000 of them by June, and we're using the president using the Defense Production Act to make that happen. Uh, so it, and you see this across, frankly, across all of our great manufacturing power here in the United States. The response has been incredible. People coming forward from companies saying, I've got idle capacity. What can I do? Can I make masks? Can I make gloves? Can I make gowns? Can I make ventilators? Um, this, is the, this is the industrial might that won World War I and World War II, and we're, we're seeing that coming to the table here. Um, the public sector can't do this alone. It's this public-private working together uh, to help our country. And it's just been, frankly, 
really gratifying to see this response. Folks, good morning. It's John DePietro again with us right now. Uh, right now, it is 1106. Is the U.S. Secretary, uh, Department of Health and Human Services, Secretary Alex Azar. Mr. Secretary, Rhode Islanders took great pride uh, in Honeywell of Smithfield, Rhode Island. They were one of the first companies, and that was when President Trump, and I believe yourself, the president announced at the White House, they stepped up and said, we will help with the making of many of these very important masks. Absolutely. Honeywell's been terrific, and we started working with them again back in January, uh, uh, you know, when people didn't even know what novel coronavirus was. Uh, we were working with, with Honeywell and other manufacturers here in America of these N95 respirators, which are really so important for our healthcare workers. And working with Honeywell and these others, we, we were able to increase the domestic manufacturing capacity of N95s because President Trump saw this problem. He was on it. He was working with us. We were mobilizing the private sector even in January. We increased our domestic capacity from being able to make 240 million N95 masks a year to make, being able to make 650 million N95 masks a year here in the United States with great companies like Honeywell moving to three-shift work, uh, keeping their, uh, their, their machines and equipment here in the United States, adding production lines. No, Honeywell's been just terrific. Mr. Secretary, uh, something else that the people of Rhode Island have been very proud of is it was just announced on Monday that CBS who is headquartered in Rhode Island, step forward. Rhode Island and Georgia are the first two states. Rhode Island's the first state where now you just go online at cbs.com. You can make an appointment. The test is free. You can go, and within five minutes, you find out without even leaving your car whether or not you test positive for the coronavirus. Well, yes, CBS, a great Rhode Island company, as well as so many of our other retail pharmacy chains, have, are going to play a really key role as we move move forward here. You know, the the pharmacy for so many of us is uh, is is probably the most frequent point of interaction with the healthcare system. Your pharmacist, that pharmacy is such a trusted place and resource, and so we're just delighted that CVS is going to work to to really make available these these rapid tests uh, and make it so that people can come in and, as you said, uh, uh, do that for free. Um, in terms of people not having to pay for the diagnostic. Uh, and President Trump and, uh, and FEMA and HHS have really worked with CVS and the other big retailers to wire up this system uh, just to make testing more pervasive, more available, more convenient for individuals. Folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. With us is Secretary Alex Azar. He's the Secretary, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Mr. Secretary, if you could just go back again, that is so key that General Motors has stepped forward with these ventilators. And it's also an element, Mr. Secretary, a company that people have known for so long, a trusted brand, and then working with your office, working with the government, stepping forward in such a crisis situation. Yeah, let me, let me talk a bit about that, and I can tell you what, what a GM brings to bear. So, of course, we have existing ventilator manufacturers here in the United States and abroad that have been the, the, the backbone of the fact that America has uh, so many ventilators. I, I would venture to guess we have more ventilators per, per capita in the United States than probably any other major power in the world, um, just as I look at the numbers and look at my, my peer country. But they make, they make it the, the traditional way, and they're all going after the same sources of suppliers, you know, that they have to use to make ventilators. You get a General Motors involved. What does that bring? That brings one of the world's largest manufacturing companies on earth that can bring 
their supply chain into the bore, whether it's semiconductors or plastic molding parts, whatever it is needed for ventilators, they can bring to bear one of the world's largest supplier chains that's outside of the normal network that could be a rate limiter for your traditional ventilator manufacturers. And I've worked directly with Mary Barra, the CEO of, of General Motors on this, and I have just been blown away by their manufacturing capabilities, the speed at which they're able to set up pilot lines and expand uh, uh, duplicates of those lines, and just the just the public spiritedness of it, the, the willingness to, to, to put their shoulder into this for the American people. Folks, you know, I was speaking with Secretary U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Alex Azar on the John DePietro Show. Mr. Secretary, it's also good to see uh, Rhode Island Governor Democrat, Governor Gina Raimondo, when she speaks of Vice President Pence, when she speaks about President Trump, uh, she talks about how helpful they've been uh, coming together. You get to deal with these two individuals up close. I see a president, a vice president, laser focused on bringing the country together. That's right. There's no more blue or red um, when it comes to this. And I, I can tell you because I'm with the president and vice president every single day on the novel coronavirus response. And that collaboration with our nation's governors in particular is so central to how they think about that. Um, they want to make sure that, we're, that the governors are getting the cooperation and support that they need because in America, you know, we have a federal system. And with that federal system, a public health emergency like this is going to be locally executed, state managed, and federally supported. So, you know, we provide support, we provide advice, expertise, surge capacity. But at the end of the day, it's our nation's governors and local officials that have to lead this on the front lines. And, and so we, we absolutely have to have a very collaborative relationship with our governors because success will depend on their success. Mr. Secretary, before I let you go, what other message do you want to pass along? It sounds like the infusion of private companies, the private sector coming together with the Trump administration, with your office, Department of Health and Human Services. It sounds like it's it's really changed the dynamic on the battle against COVID-19. It, it, well, that it has. Um, and I would just want the American people to know the president, the vice president are working full time on this. There's nothing more important than for them than protecting the American people's health. And we've got really two key messages, which is please continue to follow the guidance around um, slowing the spread. Please stay home if you can. Please uh, telecommute, telework, teleeducation if you can. Um, if you need to be out, please keep six feet of distance from others. And if you are going out into settings where you have any risk of getting closer than six feet to other individuals, please just put a put a cloth facial covering over your face. That's what I do. My family are doing that now. Um, it's it's not it's not a guarantee, but it's an extra layer of protection that if you might be an asymptomatic carrier, that you will lessen the degree which you might spread to others. And when you look at others wearing it, they're working to protect you. I think the motto is, I protect you, you protect me. Mr. Secretary, one final question. You mentioned you started working with Honeywell back in January. The first we had heard what was when uh, it was in March, actually, that the president announced that. So in other words, so your office, uh, they've been behind the scenes and reaching out and working with different companies far before this seem- seemingly really hit the nation in the month of March. Absolutely. The president and I and the whole of government led by the National Security Council initially 
Uh, we were on this back in January, really from the moment that the Chinese first uh, admitted to us that they were facing this problem. Uh, we saw that this could be potentially a big challenge, and so we were on this right away in January, mobilizing. And it's just been what you're seeing now, whether it's testing or N95 mass production or ventilator contracts, um, what you're seeing now are the fruits of that early work behind the scenes, um, not flashy, but it was happening. That's what's laid the foundation for now. So much good results and progress to be happening in later March and in April now under the president, vice president's leadership. Mr. Secretary, one final question. I'm going to let you go, folks. Again, it's Secretary of U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Secretary Alex Azar. What has it been like for your office? Uh, What is it like behind the scenes? You're dealing with the president, the vice president. I was speaking with someone at the White House yesterday. said it it is it is wartime type conditions. It is 24 seven. It is seven days a week. People are working tirelessly. There is no breaks. Uh, This is just a full out effort 24 seven. Well, that's right. Um, And, you know, for the team here at HHS, uh, our team's been on this, as I said, since January. So this has now been um, three months of of this pace. Uh, But I'll tell you, I've just been with some of the folks who've been working really without exaggeration, you know, 20, 21 hours a day, seven days a week. And and you'd think they'd be tired. You'd think they'd be uh, uh, struggling. but I think the adrenaline and the contribution that they're making to the American people and just seeing the material impacts of, 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 of what they're doing is keeping them going and energized. But I, I do hope the American people realize that the team here at HHS, the folks at FEMA, the folks at the White House, uh, everybody at DHS, all, of, all across the government, uh, they're working tirelessly for them, working to keep them safe, working to protect them, and working to get us to where we'll see the downslope of this thing and see the light at the end of the tunnel. Folks, he is the Secretary, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Secretary Alex Azar. Mr. Secretary, thank you for joining us. Keep up the good work, and uh, we'll talk to you again. John, thank you. It's great to be with you. All right. Folks, there it is. Again, good morning, everyone. So very exciting uh, on this Wednesday. You heard that. U.S. Secretary... Department of Health and Human Services, Alex Azar, right here on the John DePietro Show. And I want to tell you, good morning, everyone, on this Wednesday. Uh, as you know, I have been, many of you know, actually, I have been speaking with but the White House. Uh, I think this is going to be the first of several. I am very, I want to thank Jeff Gamach. Uh, he is doing two radio programs right now. He's doing, he did this show. And he's doing the Brian Kilmeade show. Brian does Fox and Friends in the Morning, and then that's a a national show. I I, want to thank all of you, but I want you to recognize the importance that the White House and the different departments, what they put on this program to try to get the message out to you unfettered. So I'm very, very happy about that. And um, these things, as you can imagine, folks, it is not easy. This is a pandemic that we're dealing with. This is emergency situations. I want to say good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. Now, we will have that up on the website. If you go to petro.com, you can also see White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany. Those that listen to the program know she's basically a regular on the show. She's now White House Press Secretary. So as you can imagine, I am doing everything in my power, working behind the scenes. We almost had a very, very big guest this morning, but I'm not going to give it away. Um, we were so close. I'm glad I didn't announce it because, and again, it was great having the secretary on. 
but we were so close to having something that would have made uh, absolute national news. But it will happen. It will happen. I'm very confident of that. Um, and I want to thank all the supporters of the program, all of your efforts, everyone like that. It is something that um, if we could have pulled that off. But again, what am I going to do? I have to be flexible with it. That is the Secretary of U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Now, there is news there. And that is that Honeywell in Smithfield was actually started working with them in January. I don't think anyone was aware of that. Um, and there is uh, quite a bit of news there, especially GM stepping up with the ventilators. When I think of GM, I think of my friends at Paul Massey that are uh, such uh, big supporters of General Motors, but are so huge. Now, again, and I don't want to underplay it because it is big. He did two radio programs this morning, myself and the Brian Kilmeade Show of Fox and Friends. Um, but I, I can't. Um, and it will happen. It will happen. And I'm just going to focus on what we have because we do have a great, great program. This portion of the John DePietro Show, we will have that up. And uh, and I'm sure it will be replayed. But that's um, they have been going nonstop on this. And, and and it has not been easy, but last night, uh, if you did see the press briefing, it was the president came out, he gave his remarks, and then he handed over to Vice President Mike Pence and also Dr. Fauci and also Dr. Burks, who is terrific. Um, and I, I think that's, that's a good use of time. Now, we do have a lot of time today. Coming up at noon, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe will join me. And then at 1 o'clock, Eli Sherman of Channel 12, WPRI. Eli has been doing a fantastic job in uh, breaking down the numbers for Rhode Island. So we'll bring, we'll talk to him then. We'll sneak in some other phone calls, but then the the governor, Governor Mundo's press briefing is not until 2.30 today. So we have the full from now until uh, two o'clock that we will be on. And I'm not sure about Facebook Live. We're definitely gonna do it this hour, but um, I'd like to then save it for the nighttime. So everyone on Facebook Live, you can listen to the radio, AM 1380 or go or 99.9 FM, or if you log on to the website, petro.com, you can listen live right there. This portion of our program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Rhode Island's number one garden center is open for the season. Folks, stop in and see them. You have Debbie and Steve and Junior, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And by the way, they are compliant with the state. They've set up a safe environment when you arrive, and I can attest to that. But come in and see, it is Easter week, beautiful selection of pansies, pansy flats, pansy bags, all assorted colors. This is a good time to be outside. Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They have all your Easter plants, tulips, daffodils, hydrangeas, hyacinthias, landscape material, screen loom, black, brown, hemlock, mulch. Um, Look for them on Facebook. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. Now listen, many of our listeners in East Greenwich, in Exeter, in North Kingstown, in Warwick, and farther south, stop in. They're worth the trip. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, right down the street from Tarbox. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They have a great Facebook page, and you can see all the assorted colors that they have And uh, Debbie and Steve, folks, not only are they supporters of the program, but they are so talented. I mean, the work they put in, and by the way, you're outside, so it's not like you're even going inside. But as I said, I was there just the other day, and the Easter plants they have, as uh, Governor Raimondo said, I'm holding up on Facebook Live. You can, you see uh, just an idea of the amount of colors, and it's right there, and it's very quick, easy transaction. You don't have to wait in a big line or anything like that. 
PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, good morning. Right now it is uh, 11.22 on this Wednesday. It's John DePietro, and there's some definite um, developments within the story. I think one of the bigger parts of this is this business in Providence with Mayor Alorza, where he announced uh, that all these restrictions in the city of Providence. I think it's wrong. I wouldn't be surprised to see if, in fact, Governor Amundo steps forward and asks the mayor, maybe behind the scenes, but to reverse it. There re- seemingly was no reason for it in Providence. Uh, I'm seeing a mayor that, who, by the way, he's the only mayor that seemingly is doing this because you don't see Mayor Fung coming out with his own restrictions for Cranston. You don't see the mayor of Warwick coming out with his own restrictions or the mayor of of uh, Johnston or North Providence or Woonsocket. They're basically letting Governor Amundo, you know, set the tone. Rhode Island's large enough. Now, there is a difference. The city of Boston with Mayor Marty Walsh. Now, they have a curfew now in Boston. Boston is different than, than the rest of Massachusetts. Now, granted, Providence is slightly different than the rest of Rhode Island, but I think it was an overreach by Mayor Lorza. Um, I think the governor's people are letting him do a little flexing right now. I think it's completely unnecessary. But uh, what would stop the people? So if you live, many people like to walk along Blackstone Boulevard or like to go to Roger Williams Park. So the mayor is saying don't go on Blackstone Boulevard and don't go in Roger Williams Park. And I find actually many of the things he's issuing uh, confusing. He took down the, the backboards at basketball courts. Well, if you live in Providence, you could easily go to Cranston or Johnston or Pawtucket and then play basketball there. And so the people on Blackstone Boulevard, so they don't want anybody walking down the middle, but people can walk on the sidewalk. It, it makes no sense. But the way that someone is prior to a, a crisis situation like that, that is also the way they're going to act inside the crisis. And that's one of the problems with someone like to me. That's one of the problems with a, a mayor Alorza. It's it's completely unnecessary, folks. The um, the daily briefing with Governor Mundo is coming up at two thirty. You are starting to see the results are going up. There is going to be more death, uh, but the the increased testing of CVS. Think of that. Two key companies that I pointed out to the secretary: CVS and Honeywell. Isn't that just, um, it's amazing how in a situation like this, a pandemic, a national crisis, and you have not one but two companies in Rhode Island, based in Rhode Island, and they one in Woonsocket, one in Smithfield, stepping forward and affecting the crisis on a national front. I mean, that that is no small feat for something like that to happen. So, folks, now remember, if you visit the website, I'm posting all different types of articles. You can see the article I wrote about Margie O'Brien, I think in some ways has emerged. I'm getting so many email from people asking about Margie O'Brien of Capital TV and her role uh, during the briefings. Also, we have the different questions. The Ramundo people, they have been taking my questions. You hear them ask it. I did post it if you miss it. And then we'll also have the interview with uh, Secretary Azar. We'll have that posted sometime after the program. Now, folks, today is Wednesday and it is Holy Week. And it is April 8th, and you're inside, as you should be, but you're looking over your finances going forward. I implore you to contact A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. I advise all of you in the coming weeks and months, you want to look for ways that you can save yourself and your family and your company some money. And one of the ways you can do that is with Scott and Alex at A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. You can call them at 401 401- 
Now, they're located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Do they have a Facebook page? Yes, they do. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services on Facebook. You can see their nice office right there on Middle Spring Avenue. Now, someone asked me, Juan, do they have a website? Yes, they do. A.E. Mazika, M-A-Z-I-K-A, Mazika.com. Call them, and it's simple. Say, Scott, Alex, I need to save money on my life insurance. They'll do a free consultation over the phone and let them save you money on your life insurance, on your auto insurance, on your home insurance, business insurance. They will save you money. Everyone that I have referred to them and other people of other stories have saved money. That's what it's about. Free consultation over the phone, 401-353-9300 or go to their website or Facebook page. It's a website is aemazika.com or certainly visit them on Facebook. It's all about saving money. Right now it's 1127 and good morning, everyone. It is John DePietro. Now remember, if you want to get a hold of me, you can, uh, the best thing to do is go to depetro.com, the website, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And you can, that is the best way. You just hit contact John and you can contact me that way. Um, we are hearing about these portable now, these hospitals that are being shot up as far as, uh, you're going to hear Dan McGowan talk about that coming up next hour. There's one at the, the closed Lowe's in Quonset. I never thought that was a good location, by the way. Uh, whoever found that location for Lowe's, I, that, that place was doomed from the start. Uh, but at least now it will be used. There's a haunting photo of it uh, in the Boston Globe. And Boston Globe, they've been doing incredible coverage um, of, of Rhode Island with the Boston Globe. And then how about the state is going to pay Six hundred sixty thousand a month to use the Rhode Island Convention Center. Six hundred six. Don't we own it? The state has to pay six hundred sixty thousand a month to use the Rhode Island Convention Center in a pandemic. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what that's all about. I think we're going to hear something about that. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a question about that with Governor Mundo coming up at her daily briefing. But something to watch. There's several things to watch. And one thing is the amount of um, just the, the sheer number of tests, as you can tell, for those that have been following it. And Eli Sherman will walk us through it. It was very significant yesterday in the press briefing. Governor Mundo, if you notice now, she's pushing everything back to May 8th. Now, folks, that is not firm. They still don't have a handle on this. Obviously, right now, a lot of people seem to feel that the, the breakout in Rhode Island right now seemingly is centered around centered around the nursing homes. Uh, But with increased testing, there will be a surge. Now, there is someone that calls into the program, and I asked her to call in so I could have her on the line. And I want to say, is this my friend, Leah? Yes, good morning, John. Good morning, Leah. You are on the radio on the John DePietro Show, and it feels so good to say that. Go right ahead, Leah. Yes, you've done such a wonderful job. You really have. Thank you, Leah. Um, I wanted to tell you a few things. First of all, I've been self-quarantining myself from way back when because I had been in California in February. It's a long story. I won't bore your listeners with it, but my my daughter and myself were accepted on the Gordon Ramsay cooking show. So we had to go to California the first day of public school vacation. We left Boston at 6 in the morning. The plane was cramped with people coughing, kids coughing. I called it the Mucus Express. It was horrifying. 
long story short, we um, didn't make the finals. In a way, I'm so happy. Because while we were there, that's when it uh, had started up in Washington and then migrated uh, the coronavirus down to California. And we were a group of 59 people, and two of which became very ill. One was a, a Pakistani-American girl, and she had to, they didn't know what was wrong with her. I suspect that having been an RN, I mean, many years ago, but you still don't forget what you learn. I said, this kid is sick. And then someone else got sick. And, you know, there were a lot of younger people, a lot younger than me. I was the oldest one in the group ever to be accepted, by the way. Anyway, oh, you know, it's all kumbaya, kissing, California, all liberal. Oh, no, don't worry about it. It's nothing, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of faced a lot of that at the, at the very beginning because I was so worried. And I did see people in masks in California. And I thought to myself, why wasn't there an order for masks? way back when, and I think a lot of it right. was the hype that uh, other citizens, being a nurse, I know, that, you know, if a patient was very ill, we had to wear a mask, so we didn't infect them, or vice versa, they wore a mask, so we wouldn't get their infection, so masks are very, you know, along with the isolation of the next, another line of defense, and I think there was so much hype over not enough, not enough, and, you know, you listen to Cuomo, I guess, so many people on Facebook that I see idiots oh i love him his voice is so soothing if i heard the word ventilator one more time i think i'm gonna <laughs> Le- i don't know what now leah the, the world health organization they're still saying not to wear masks what can you tell us about that because i think tucker carlson has good job done a good job exposing oh, that they're a corrupt well, organization that's that's basically that they've been in bed with the chinese exactly and he was the first one that mentioned about that that french doctor but we'll get to that in a minute yeah, I think that, you know, everybody, there's not enough masks. I'm not saying everybody has to walk around with a, a surgical mask, just a regular mask, right. anything. And I did. Face I covering. One, a and face, I used it. Face, co- face covering. A face covering. Yeah. And, and on the plane, I didn't have one, but I wrapped my scarf around my face because wow. some guy behind me was just coughing up a lung. It was awful. Oh, God. It was awful. Uh, I think Tucker Carlson. He's been great. Fox News, I don't care what you say. They have been on the forefront of letting us know what the scoop is. Yep. Like I said, he was the first one that mentioned that French doctor way back about a month and a half ago. And don't you think the next day, I have a very good friend. He's a neurologist in uh, Florida, pretty famous. He's the head of a group of over 80. And he works at Mount Sinai Hospital. But he also goes to Paris every six weeks. Uh, in conjunction with his hospital in, in Miami. So he's friendly with some French doctors, one of which called him and told him that he knew the fellow that was doing, the doctor that was doing the study study in Marseille. And he was like, oh yeah, this is going to be the breakthrough, a breakthrough that hydrochloroquine. And, you know, I had heard about it and I read a lot about it. I'm a doctor, I'm certainly not a virologist, but my God, it made sense. And little by little, the only reason I think that everybody's poo-hooing it is because the president likes it. And the other morning, and I was listening to Joe and Mika because I turned and I want to see what everybody's view is. Sure. And they were intimating that he was getting a kickback from it. I think it's one of the least expensive medicines we have on the market. Oh. And um, I think it was Laura Ingram. They said they had gone to the White House with two of her She was there on Friday, yes. On every night. And there's a, my ex-husband was just to keep in touch every day because I'm not my sister's. She lives alone, and I just can't go home because there are kids there, and my kids are still working. They're still seeing patients. 
but he was telling me that uh, there's a doctor out in the Midwest who had the biggest um, clientele of lupus patients in the world. And so he basically has been doing a study on for 35 years with his patients. Uh, and he said he never had a side effect from this drug, the hydroxychloroquine. Uh, he had one patient that had a reaction and it was a rash. So, I mean, in and of itself, some of these doctors that have had lupus patients on it for years have kind of done their own study, and which should be recognized, actually. And if it's something that can help you, so be it. But, um, but I'm so also interested in Italy, as you all know. Now, Leah, and, I want to just uh, interject because it is news and it's hitting. It's amazing now to me how much it really doesn't seem to matter. Bernie Sanders now has dropped out of the presidential race. Right now, it's 1135 on this Wednesday. Bernie Sanders has ended his presidential campaign. But Leah, to me, as much as that is breaking right now, let, let's face it. I mean, as soon as this thing struck, there's not going to be another debate. It is going to be Biden now. But just for the yeah. record, those tuning in, um, it almost, to me now, Leah, that almost seems like so long ago, the whole Iowa and the New Hampshire and then the yeah. battle between them. My and God. I remember calling you uh, last year. I was driving in Smithfield and I said, he'll never make it. Yes. I remember saying that. I remember that. You know, well, and let's see, uh, let's see if he even can make it. Right. I mean, I mean, it's it's a it's a jumbo when he. I mean, I. Oh, you, you know, do you mean I, Biden or do you mean Bernie Sanders? Biden. Oh, Biden. okay. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with I that just because think something is going to happen. I really do well, because there's no way he can even. I, I just I can't. See. Can you imagine if he were our president at this point? I, I don't know, and well, it's such a long way to go, and it's such a wild card. I, I don't know. We're going to have plenty of time to kind of go over that a little bit. I'm not well, sure anyway, what's going to happen with that. I, but once in, as a nurse, and I want people to realize, I've known Leah. We have been now through September 11th. We have oh, been yeah. through the station nightclub fire, through the floods, through the 08, and now it's another crisis. And Leah, anything you want to, you've always been on the money as far as because of your background and knowledge as a nurse. Um, is there something that stands out with you that this or some things that you feel that they're not getting through enough to people? Uh, well, I think this, you know, between you and I, I think yeah. Dr. Fauci is great, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But he's 80 years old. And I think give it a rest now. You've right. got to listen to a lot of these younger doctors that are also virologists. And, yep. uh, you know, I, I think they have... You know, a better grip, not a better grip on this, I don't know how to put it, mm. but, you know, he's old-fashioned, and it's all this, you got to study it, you got to do this. Yes, we don't want anyone to die from this, but we know that nobody has from this medication, and what I did was I started looking at the, the different places in the world that had it. There are so many websites where you can go down, and it hit me that places in sub-Saharan Africa, where when you see pictures of these places with people like elephant dung on their head and fly stuff mm. all over them. And they can have two cases. They should be the most the most vulnerable people on or at the side from older people because they live in that filth. Right. But it's because they've had malaria for so many years and they've been on this drug. That's why there are some of these countries that have, I don't know, a hundred patients and one dead. I mean, go down the list. I mean, I did it a couple of weeks ago. Maybe a few things have changed. But that's what it's, that's what it's from. Yes. I mean, it, you know, these people are, have 
Well, hold on. Hey, Lee, I want to reel you in just on something. and Because uh, Bill Calkins, Wiki Calkins on Facebook Live that we have going right now makes a good point. America stands firm, no socialism. Good riddance, Bernie. You know, really, I think what people are seeing with this pandemic, I think this forever, it crushes the Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders mode. Because the health system, right now, if you were sick, would you want to be in a hospital in Italy or would you want to be I in a was, hospital in the United I was States? in November. Oh, my goodness. Uh, my sister and I were in Italy, and she has a little bit of a problem. She fell in the hotel room and flipped oh. the top of her head open. Oh, my goodness. Yes. It took forever for the ambulance to get there. We were sure. in the center of Rome, right off Via Condati. We get in the ambulance. We get to the hospital. It's the hospital Santo Spirito. Supposedly where the Pope goes, it's a wonderful hospital. This was about 10.30 in the morning. Midnight, they finally stitched her up. You will ne- You would never want socialized medicine in your life. Oh. Un- unbelievable. Listen, I speak Italian, okay? I was so upset and so flustered. It was it was beyond belief. I was getting no information from anybody. Yeah. The hallways were lined because it's so close to the Vatican. A lot of uh, a lot of older nuns in that area that live in homes according to their order, and they're in like their nineties, broken hips, broken this, laying in the corridors like you see now for the coronavirus. That's how it was before. So uh, the next day, two days later, we went to Bologna. My sister needed a CAT scan. To the hotel doctor, and this is where I'm, I'm getting to, um, they called, his name was Dr. Crook. And he was from England, but had lived in Bologna since medical school. And I became very friendly with him. And he just sent me an email. Let me read it. He said, Dear Leah, thank you so much for your email. It's really nice to receive messages from people all over the world. Uh, uh, what it, it's really a nightmare here. Life will never be the same, and I fear there will be total economic disrup- disruption worldwide. Many people throughout the world will be jobless and homeless. This is important. 2020 will probably be remembered as the beginning of the new Middle Ages. For two weeks, I've been working 15 hours a day with COVID seniors, the most vulnerable vulnerable people on the face of the earth, and a long-time care facility where I consult as a geriatrician. Several of them have died. I have seen things I've never seen in the past. Mm. Six patients all in the same day presenting with severe respiratory distress. It was incredible. Now I need to rest. I'm worn out. I do hope you and your sister are well. He's the one who took care of my sister and Bologna. You have done the right thing to self-isolate. Look after yourselves and stay safe. Best regards, Dr. Stefano Crook. Ah, ah. I mean, it's bad. And they... You know, people think, you know, they saw these pictures of everybody singing on the balcony. I, I think I emailed you and told you I watched a Skype live from Milan. This was a couple of weeks ago, and they had a doctor and a nurse from Wuhan and an interpreter for the, uh, they were speaking in English for the Italian people. And they had just arrived in Milan from Padua, which is a pretty famous city in it pretty famous university with a great medical school also. Yeah. And they were appalled, the Chinese doctor from Wuhan, that they saw public transportation still chock full of people in Milan, oh. hotels open, restaurants open, Hi, people partying in restaurants. See, Imagine. Yeah. What we saw, what we saw were out in 
the city there and whatnot, uh, uh, more out of the city. You know, people singing on balconies, and you thought, oh, great, they're all. But that wasn't the case. Right. And then I posted another video only about a week and a half ago in the uh, Puglia area in a town called Traini, T-R-A-N-I, Traini. And it, it was a half-hour video, and it was... They had this area cordoned off in the center of the town, and there was a market said Mercato Centrale Carne, which means a central meat market. Above it, the apartment was all cordoned off. It was a Chinese family that had two dead bats on their balcony ah. and seven in the freezer. Holy cow. So these people are still doing it. Yeah. You know, this is in Italy. Folks, uh, that is our friend Leah. Leah, if you don't mind, I wouldn't mind checking in with you more often. And just because you followed the news so intently, you do have a background in nurse. Plus, you've been a personal friend of mine for over 20 years. So if that's okay, we'll work out our schedules. I know you have yeah, a no doctor's problem, appointment. No problem, All right. Yeah. Thank you, Leah. Ciao. All right. <laughs> Ciao. That is exactly right. Folks, again, uh, good morning to one and all. Uh, I know Leah. She's she's uh, filled with information, and that's why I wanted to have her on. Right now, it's 1143. Now, coming up at noon, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, and then uh, Governor Armando's press briefing is not until 2.30. So we do have the full 1 o'clock hour. This portion of the program is brought to you by Akai Berry. Now, I've been talking about this. And those on Facebook Live, there's my friend Dr. Lisa and Wolf and others. I can't recommend this enough. I now have a shot of this, just out of a shot glass every morning. It is filled with antioxidant. And it is really incredible. Akai Berry. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I. During this time... This pandemic, you need, you need to make sure your body is as healthy and protecting yourself as much as you can. Akai Berry, you can check out their website, A-C-A-I-B, excuse me, A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, akaiberry.com, and you can get more information. But it's a blend, disease-fighting, incredible from the Akai Berry, and you chill it. It's also delicious, by the way. Nutritional facts, check them out. A C A I B E R R I dot com. Akai Berry. And they are also available, by the way. You can purchase it. Dave's in East Greenwich is a big seller. Vendor Ravioli has Akai Berry. Also, My Health in Cumberland. If you live in Northern Rhode Island, My Health in Cumberland. And also, Angelo has this for sale at their offices, 50 King Street in Johnston. Akai Berry. Well, folks, it's 1144. Again, good morning, everyone. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro Show. If you're just tuning on, we will have it posted later on. But I was able to have an interview with the Secretary of Health and Human Services, Secretary Alex Azar. We started off the hour that way. It was fantastic. We will have it posted. And he does. He did make some news. I am getting contacted, I noticed, by some local media and also national media because Honeywell has stepped up and he talks about that and a lot more. We will have that posted uh, coming up a little bit later at petro.com. So some big news nationally. Obviously, as I mentioned, so Bernie Sanders is out. It is now, I'm just checking some headlines right now, 100 days of virus, emotional toll rises. Uh, looters target small businesses. And also, folks, this was the deadliest 24 hours in the U.S. And Bernie Sanders is now out. You know, I've been afraid about the looting And I think it's just a matter of where you're going to see them, what city. So I'm seeing right now, coronavirus update, already struggling businesses in South Bay are being targeted by robbers. And that's in San Jose. I knew it was going to be 
You know, I was thinking it might be more like a Detroit or maybe New York or Chicago. But already, so the looters are already starting out on the West Coast. And that's when you have, you know, real anarchy. That's when you have real panic set in. Um, When you have right now in New York City, the amount of police that have called in sick because how much the virus has spread. It is uh, it is frightening right now. I'm saying that. um, Let's see. Other big news of the day is Tom Brady did a long interview with Howard Stern this morning. Tom Brady had to adapt when Giselle wasn't satisfied with the marriage. But uh, I, I, I mean, it was kind of like a nice little distraction a little bit, but but not um, that much as far as. Uh, but Bernie Sanders is out of the race. So it is now down to President Trump and Biden. And they have been hiding Vice President Biden. Not that to me. I mean, I, I Bernie Sanders has. has to, let's think of. I mean, they, they, he, he was behind. He wasn't going to get the nomination. And right now, the programs that Senator Sanders was trying to push forward, no one has an appetite for that right now, right? No one has an appetite for that. But closer to home right now in Rhode Island, uh, the numbers are, if you've noticed, the amount of people that are dying are exceeding, are going up. Governor Armando has pushed it to May 8th, I think, over the next couple of weeks. By the way, the, ever, the stay-at-home order is working. But you have to, we have to, you have to use common sense. Uh, I still encourage people to support small local businesses when you can. Uh, some of the people that are calling for a complete lockdown, I, I think is completely wrong. I don't understand, and I think hopefully we'll find out more. The state paying 660000 a month to use the convention center. I don't understand that. I know it will come up at the daily briefing today. They're using that as one of the temporary hospitals that they may have to Use And in the Boston Globe this morning, the Rhode Island version of it. And we're going to talk to Dan McGowan coming up. But he uh, went inside a makeshift hospital that will house hundreds of Rhode Island coronavirus patients. And it's a matter of when. That one is in Quonset. There's several of them. And one of the ones that they're setting up happens to be at the convention center. So the amount of um, the numbers... Also, coming up at 1 o'clock, Eli Sherman of WPRI.com. He works with Tennessee. He's going to join me. He has been fantastic analysis of the Rhode Island numbers, where the surge comes to. And I, I recognize I am getting some email from some people saying they don't understand that some nurses that they know locally have been laid off. But I think I don't I'll ask that of the governor. And if you go to my website, petro.com. The Vermundo people, they have been taking my questions. But I believe what that involves is actually uh, they have stopped elective surgery. They have stopped elect- elective surgery. Also, on the website, petro.com you can also see I posted the audio and you can see the video of President Trump taking a question from Governor Raimondo. And she's very um, complimentary to the president there. So we'll have that um Posted as well at the website petro.com, but you can also see where Mayor Alorza, I think he's just trying to remain uh, relevant. And also, I have some of the questions that I posted and a lot more. It's all at petro.com. But th- this business that somehow Mayor Alorza is setting up his own restrictions, even though it's it's so ridiculous, especially in certain areas, you know, the, the if you live in Providence, you just cross over the line right in Washington Park into Edgewood. And now suddenly you could play basketball, but you can't in Providence. It doesn't seem to make any sense. Um, but the video of the 
governor and President Trump. I think that's very interesting. Now, folks, I want to also share with you, there are several things you can do during this time. And one of the things I encourage you to do, and it happened yesterday with us, is we had Bethel Soft Wash Power Wash come to the home. And Jared does such a tremendous job. What a difference it makes. Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. Have this done for your home. Look at the before and after. He is... Sounds very, very talented. He has a Facebook page. It's Bethel Softwash. Look for them on Facebook. Now, you can also get a hold of Jared, and you can also text him and get a free same-day estimate. Bethel Certified Softwash. Free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. 401-617-2585. But look for them on face- Facebook, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-A, Bethel Certified Softwash. And the reason, one of the reasons is why, is you want to make sure that your home, the outside, does not have any, uh, anything as far as algae or as far as um, mold, as far as uh, algae and mildew. So that's why in the biodegradable solution, what a difference it makes. Get rid of all the staining and the green stuff. It gently washes it away, algae, mildew, staining, dust. It's environmentally safe. Bethel Softwash. Look for Jared on Facebook. Bethel Softwash Power Wash. You're going to hear me talk a lot about it. And then I experienced firsthand yesterday. He is, uh, it is incredible what a difference it makes. And you get a chance to uh, really look like, oh, my goodness, that's what my house should look like. And he can, they also do it for patios and decks and basketball courts and walkways. Look at, I'm just holding up on Facebook Live. Look at the brick. Look at the difference in that brick, my goodness. And you can see the before and after. I think also on uh, the fence is also incredible. Look at the fence that has the green algae and the mildew. And in then instead, you see after Jared and Bethel certified soft wash power wash, after they get a hold of it, and the before and after in the home. Folks, this is a time. You want to make sure your house is clean inside and out. Bethel certified soft wash. Now, interesting enough, and again, good morning. It's 1152. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro Show, 11 to 2, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. And we, I have been doing Facebook Live at night, and we do it for the first hour. But for the rest of the program, you just go to depetro.com. Some people say, oh, I, if you shut off the Facebook Live, I can't. Yes, you can. If you're online now watching me on Facebook, you can certainly go to the website. And then up top, you just click on Listen Live. And then once you click on Listen Live, uh, it'll pull you to another page, and you just press, press play. And then you can listen to the program that way. Now, also, if you want to reach me, if you need to get a hold of me, you just go to the website, and it says Contact. You just press that button, and you can send me an email message. And again, if you're a business, this is an incredible time to reach a lot of different uh, people if you would like to advertise your business or support the show, go to the website. You have advertise, and then you also have support the John DePietro show on the yellow button. Uh, if you enjoy the content, if you want to hear exclusive interviews like we did with the secretary and others, go to the website, DePietro.com. Now, it's, it, it is interesting to me. The Providence Journal has a story out their editorial where they talk about uh, Sweden in the way that Sweden has treated this. And. And they write, Sweden takes a different tact. And Sweden, apparently, according to the province journal, it appears social distancing policy states, uh, which obviously has killed our economy, and it has. 
But they talk about in Sweden right now, public gatherings of more than 50 are banned. But restaurants, bars, shops, even gyms are open. Why Sweden is Europe's coronavirus outlier and what it means. People are asked to work from home if possible, avoid unnecessary journeys, keep a distance from people. But there are no penalties for those who ignore this advice. Sweden has even allowed its children to go to school. The focus in Sweden has been on protecting vulnerable populations, elderly and those with compromised immune systems from catching the disease while allowing the young and healthy who seem to be little bothered by the coronavirus to go on with life. This very controversial strategy has been led by Sweden's public health agency uh, warned stricter measures may be necessary, but that it's impractical and contrary to human nature to impose them for too long. All countries are trying to do the same thing. Some 477 people with the disease that died in Sweden, a country of 10 million. The death rate was much lower than New York, though higher than Rhode Island. The Financial Times noted the death curve in Sweden does look to be wiggling lower than the curve in Poland, which adopted early intensive social distancing policies. Poland expects a peak of infections May or June, Sweden mid-April. Of course, there's no certain what the future holds. The question is whether Sweden will ultimately fare worse than its neighbors. So, you know, I think you're going to see more talk of this because they talk about tens of millions of Americans have been thrown out of work. 98,000 people, 98,000 people in Rhode Island alone. So the, the Sweden model, which seems to be the herd immunity, I think we are going to adapt that. I think we are going to adapt that sooner rather than later. Because much like President Trump has talked about reopening the economy, what Sweden has done, as I mentioned, is focus on the elderly and those that are have uh, health compromised. Where when you have, as I said, it's the herd immunity. If you have 100 people and there are just two people, 2%, 1% that possibly are either have the coronavirus or could be greatly impacted by it, you need to remove them from the herd, but you don't shut everything down for the healthy 98 or 99 people. And I think a good example of this is Chris Cuomo on CNN. He is not in the hospital. This was a young, healthy guy. He's been broadcasting from home and he is recovering, but he did not have to go into the hospital. I'm very anxious to see when he fully returns or feels that, you know, that his symptoms are basically over. But that could be a good indication of where it's going to go. Folks, it's John DePietro on this Wednesday. Now, remember, you can still go out and get food. And if you want to make sure you're eating properly during this, stop in and see my friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And I'm going to tell you why. Now, it's Pastry Gourmet. You buy it and you leave. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. They're right off of Silver Spring Street. And why? How about delicious sausage and peppers and eggplant? And meatball meatball calzones. They have buffalo chicken calzones. Ron and Melissa, they make the calzones. They're so delicious. Every day, fresh Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, chicken parm calzones, plain and deluxe spinach pies. They have the old-fashioned pizza strips. You can stock up at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They have delicious cannoli and brownies and chocolate-covered donuts. Now, they're also the ones, they have the Trump pastry that has become so popular and people love it. 
Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them. They're another one. They have a great Facebook page. Look for them on Facebook. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And the uh, just the pictures alone. Right off of Silver Spring Street. They are right next door to AAA in Providence. They are open. And those chocolate donuts. I'm holding up a photo to everybody on Facebook Live. They're so delicious. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. What else do they have? The delicious fresh brownies. Stock up on some of that. You won't mind being quarantined if you have some of the delicious food. The calzones are made fresh. Look at these delicious calzones. And I'm going to hold up a photo at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Zip in and out. It's all baked fresh. They get in there 3.30 in the morning and start making them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They're right next door to AAA. And again, they're also known for the uh, very famous Trump Pastry They were the first ones around here that have it. They still have some Ron's Pastry Gourmet. So, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro Show. Go to the website, DePietro.com. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to break coming up for the 12 o'clock news. Next hour, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. You don't want to miss this. We'll talk about Governor Raimondo. We'll talk about Mayor Lorza, where things go. At 1 o'clock, we'll talk with Eli from WPRI.com. He will join us uh, to talk about the latest numbers in Rhode Island. And we're going right till 2 o'clock because Governor Mundo's press briefing is 2.30 today. It's John DePietro. Stay tuned. A lot more ahead. Leave it right here. Again, we're going to break for the news. Those on Facebook, you can listen online at the website, DePietro.com, or on your radio, AM 1380. Plug that in. AM 1380 or Alexa, search WNRI. You don't want to miss next hour. A lot more ahead. Right now, we're going to break for the 12 o'clock news on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. It's WNRI. And again, go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com, the official website of You Know Who. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Confirmed cases of coronavirus in the United States now nearing 400,000 with nearly 13,000 deaths. Yesterday, a particularly deadly day in the nation as more than 1,800 people died of COVID-19-related problems, a record for the number of deaths from the virus in one country in a single day. Treasury Chief Steve Mnuchin promising the federal government will not run out of money for small business loans that have become greatly needed because of the pandemic. Mnuchin saying this morning, We want to assure everybody, if you don't get a loan this week, you'll get a loan next week or the following week. The money will be there. Mnuchin there speaking by phone on CNBC. Passover begins this evening for Jews around the world, but the pandemic is forcing many to make changes. Many are having virtual Seder dinners online. This is USA Radio News. Have you been to Elm Street Pizza lately? You'll love our selection of pizza, grinders, subs, wraps, salads, and wings. Make it a meal with fries and a salad for just $2.50. Side orders? Over 20 to choose from, starting at $2.50. Customers love our luncheon special of a small grinder, a can of Pepsi, and chips for only $6.50. Another popular special is two large cheese pizzas, just $14.95 plus tax. Place your order now by calling 765 6000 
season. Try our sumptuous desserts, including baklava, just $2.50. We're open seven days a week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night until midnight. We also deliver to Woonsocket and surrounding towns for just $2. Again, that number is 765-6000. We cater for all occasions. Easy parking in the front of the restaurant at 596 Elm Street in Woonsocket. Hope to see you soon at Elm Street Pizza, best pizza in town, with a choice of 20 toppings. Just released information showing nearly one-third of Americans who rent apartments have not paid any of their rent this month. That's according to the National Multifamily Housing Council. It says only 69% of tenants have paid anything between April 1st and 5th. The numbers are seen as evidence of just how many Americans are struggling to pay for necessities during the coronavirus pandemic. Famous for wearing goggles on the court during his career, UCLA Bruins great, who went on to be Lakers great, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is donating 900 pairs of safety goggles to that university's hospital. For healthcare workers there, he is. Paper census forms are to go out today to homes that have not filled out their online questionnaire. The Census Bureau is sending paper forms to more than 65.5 million homes.